Welcome back, everyone, to the High Tempo Sports Podcast, episode 177. Today, we are back. I know you guys missed us. We're finally back and back in action. Yeah, we're ready to go. Finally back from spring break. Long yep. spring break. Uh, tenuous. Feels weird. Oh, I'm not even back to real life, in all honesty. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't until this morning. Then it, it, it had to hit me. But. I, I'm still not. I went to bed last night. I couldn't sleep last night. I was up till 5 a.m. That's crazy. And then woke up, went to class, and then got home, slept from 12 to 5. I'm just <laughs> so out of it. It's not even funny. Yeah. So I'm trying to get back in the groove, but spring break is taking its toll on me, I think. Well, hopefully the podcast will yeah. get you back into the groove. You know, you're here. We're back doing our regular thing. Back for regular show. I know you guys think, whoa, you guys are recording on a Monday. That's really weird. You guys don't do that. Well, we got to because, one, we've been gone. Mm-hmm. And, two, today's like a huge day. It's the first, like, full day of filling out brackets. NFL free agency is going crazy today, so we had to do a show today to get it out for you guys. Um, so we're going to start off with this uh, bracket. Obviously, uh, this is the, like, the biggest thing, sweeping the nation always every year, filling out your bracket. Last year, we did a high-tempo bracket group. Uh, and it was really cool. There was like 50, it was over 50 people in it. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're trying to boost that this year. Yep. We're trying to double it. You know I had to double it. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> we're trying to get to the 100 mark uh, of people in a bracket group. So go join it. It's just called High Tempo Bracket Group. I'm going to put it in all of our links of everything on, on on everything. If you have me on Snapchat, it's on my story. It's going to be in our Instagram story. Check the description of this podcast if you're listening to YouTube or whatever you're listening to. Check the description. Yeah. It'll be there. And if not, if you can't find a link, just look up High Tempo Bracket Group. Pretty simple name. Yeah, you know, sure. that's, that's all it is. Uh, it's it's no password. We're just trying to get hella people in it. Um, and it's not not like a prize or anything. Your prize is like, hey, we get to say, you won. <laughs> nice. You know? Smooth. Exactly. So uh, there's already like 10, 15 people in it. We're trying to get it going crazy. Um, we're, and we started it early. So that's yeah. why that's why I'm announcing it now because you have a bunch of days to get into it. Um, so do we want to start off filling out the bracket or do we want to talk about the elephant in the room first? <laughs> Let's talk about the elephant in the room. Okay. Uh the Michigan Wolverines miss the March Madness tournament for the first time in Juwan Howard's uh, tenure as the coach. Uh, they will be playing in the NIT tomorrow, actually. They take on Toledo in the NIT. I think they are, they're either a two or three seed in the NIT. Um, hasn't been announced who's playing or not in the NIT. I would assume that some guys will not be playing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would assume Jet Howard. Pro- but I don't know. With him being Jawan's son, I really don't know. It's probably a weird look if he doesn't, but I, I don't think he should play. Like, if he wasn't Jawan's son, I don't think it would be a weird look. You know, I yeah, think just because exactly. his dad's the coach, that's what makes it a little bit weird. Um, but, yeah, Michigan misses the tournament, ended the year rough, and, and they miss it. Uh, yeah, the thing about Michigan missing the tournament – is I don't believe we were close, uh, which makes me feel a little bit better, I guess. Uh, we ended the year. We needed big wins, and we didn't get them. Uh, we didn't have a good year all around. We started finally playing some good basketball towards the yeah, end of the year. Yeah, they had a good stretch there. They did. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dougie really stepped it up at the end of the year, and so did Kobe. Uh But, I mean, did we ever set ourselves up for an actual tournament bid? Absolutely not. We were yeah. pretty bad this whole year. Uh, but it does suck. I, I hope we actually do compete in the NIT, but... There's a pretty good chance we lose to Toledo in the first round. Yeah, right? I think Michigan's like two point favorites. Toledo's a good, like a good basketball team. Yeah, and lost we, in their MAC championship game. We've struggled against the worst team, the MAC. I mean, <laughs> yeah. we lost them. <laughs> yeah, we struggled to multiple MAC schools this year. Yeah, we went to OT with Ohio, Ohio, and then we won by like six was, was or something. Eastern OT yeah. too. Yeah, no, did we? Yeah, OT, I think both of them were OT, and, and then like, lost to CMU. Yeah, put us in the MAC. <laughs> <laughs> We're 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 competitors. By the way, I'm gonna be checking my phone a lot because like there's a lot of NFL yeah, fancy yeah. stuff going on. So anytime there's a tweet, I'm gonna be looking at it. Yeah, it's I think the biggest thing for me with the Michigan thing, and I'm not I'm gonna try my best not to be a hater here. You know, yeah, it, I, I it, feel I th- like I try not to be. I think you do a good. Job. I have my moments though where I like like I'm not gonna lie. When Michigan officially missed a tournament, I was like, that's like. Like that put a smile on my face. I bet. Um, but <laughs> you heard ass. Uh, yeah, I, I just said I have my moments, but I think the biggest like thing that's crazy about Michigan missing the tournament is they have they have a top they have a lottery pick on their team. They have a potential another first round pick, if not a guy that's going to be drafted in the first two rounds if he declares in Kobe Bufkin, and you have a I don't know top ten player in college basketball on your team. You know, you have two first round picks and a top 10 player in the country 
and you miss the tournament? Like that's a that that just doesn't really add up to me. Does that mean it's coaching? Does that mean the rest of the team sucks? I don't really know. You know, I don't really have the answer. But that was that's like the biggest thing to me. It's just coming into this year, it was like I thought Michigan was gonna, they were really young. Obviously, I thought they but, were going to be great. So did I. I thought they were at least going to be solid. Uh, no, I totally agree. That's that's one of the worst things about this is we're going to sit here and we're going to have draft night and we're going to see Kobe and Jet go mm-hmm. uh, probably more than likely. Uh, it all depended on whether or not Kobe goes. Yeah. But uh, no, you're told. I, I sadly I put it on coaching and the surrounding pieces around those guys. Uh, Michigan seriously lacked shooting uh, when Terrence Williams is your first guy off the bench. Uh, it started throughout a lot of the year before yeah. Chatter did. Uh, I mean, we 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 lacked the necessary shooting around Hunter Dickinson to make him as effective as possible. Uh, and I think that's uh, coaching, recruiting. I I, I do believe that uh, we've missed out on some. We've lost some guys who have left since Juwan have been here that would have helped. Uh, I think about uh, Brandon Johns Jr., mm-hmm. who will be playing in the tournament, would have been an, an incredible guy on this team. Uh, there's another guy sitting down in Florida. Who transferred a long time ago? Uh, not gonna remember his name. All of a sudden, I just had it in my head. In Florida, yeah, he's the big man, the six. Oh, Colin, Colin Cal- Castleton. Colin yeah, Castleton. yeah. Uh, he's another guy. Uh, he's a center, so no, yeah, it's, it's a little it's, bit it's different. A that was kind of a Dickinson yeah. thing. But. Yeah, it's a little bit different. But I, I do believe it is coaching. I, I, I believe this year Juwan struggled more than uh, he has in his first two years, and which is a bad sign because this is his first team. Yeah, exactly. In all reality. Uh, this is his first basically, set of recruits. Yeah. Uh, you know, all the beeline guys are basically are, are now gone, and he is he struggled. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm really nervous about what the future looks like. Uh, I I think John Howard could be on a pretty short leash here in the next couple of years, uh, especially with his antics that in the last yeah. few years. And I think he definitely could be too because of he's going to have NBA interest. I mm-hmm. I think John Howard is not. I don't want to say he's not a college coach. I don't know if he's a Big Ten coach, but. He's going to have NBA interest every single offseason of his career at Michigan. I mean, he already did last year, I'm pretty sure. I've already heard talks about Pistons, Jawan Howard. Oh, my God, God that would no. be the – that would be – like, it, it's just like somebody saying that. It's not yeah, actual, yeah. like, a rumor or anything, but – I yeah, love that, I love Juwan, but he's probably a better NBA coach. Oh, he so. definitely is a better NBA coach. I, I definitely think he would be a much better NBA coach as yeah. a, than a college coach. Um. But, like, this is his first bad year. I mean, like, it's not yep. like that Michigan has just sucked his whole time. Like, we have to look at – they have been good in the past. But, like you said, this was his first, like, actual group of guys that was all his, basically, for the most part, I guess. Obviously, like, Dickinson was a big recruit. He's been a good recruiter, but, you know, you had, like, the Isaiah Todd and Josh Christopher situation where it was like, they're going to get big recruits. Oh, no, they didn't. Um, You had the Terrence Shannon situation yep. this past year where he was a first-team All-Big Ten this year. Um, they don't have the best recruiting class coming in this year. They're other than Jet Howard. I mean, the freshman class wasn't, and they they got big minutes. You know, yeah, like this is huge a really minutes. young Michigan team this year. So, um, Joey Baker was a good grad transfer, but he was. wasn't really the wasn't really the volume shooter you wanted him to be, though. He didn't really get enough shots that you mm-hmm. would want. We lost Frankie Collins. This yeah, lost season. Frankie Collins, which obviously, I mean, in Jalen Llewellyn injury, that's something that you know I think that obviously played a huge role for Michigan if he doesn't get hurt they're probably a much better team mm-hmm. um but yeah I think honestly I think it comes down to the CMU game I think if Michigan beats CMU <laughs> like that they're probably in the tournament yeah, if they no, don't lose probably. that because that that is such a terror I mean like they are a bottom 40 school in the nation and you know like you can't lose that game yeah, shout out CMU shout though. out CMU you though, look, like, fire shout, up, shout fire out chips, fire, fire up but no you're totally right and that's like kind of like a what even are we moment as a team yeah you know what in the hell were the University of Michigan? And we just lost to these guys? And yeah. like you said, two first-round picks on the team and a top-ten player lost to those guys? Oh, I, I hope next it's year tough. is better. I'm, I'm trying to move on from it. I'm going to watch the NIT uh, just because, you know, there's a chance. Know. And there's a chance we're down to one game anyways. So <laughs> Yeah, I mean, maybe. I mean, Michigan won. Didn't they win the NIT yeah, last in 2015? We yeah, yeah. When, they, when they didn't make the tournament? That's pretty crazy. Yeah, so we might um, as well do it again, I yeah, guess. Yeah, like, exactly. And I think... Like this is this is me saying this as a like I you know it's easy for me to say this but like it's probably honestly cooler to watch the tournament without your team being in it because you can just enjoy like yeah. I love watching all the games but when my team like I don't I don't know if there's a more stressful time than watching your team play in the tournament 
Like I, to me, it I it is so stressful to me because like you just want them to go, like you I'm, want them to keep going. I'm I'm gonna miss it, man. No, like, I know. I, like, yeah, I definitely get that. Like, but like, it's gonna be a stress free. Yeah, for sure. March Madness. March. Yeah. I'm gonna be which, a total just viewer. I've I've got no no month. I've got nothing that I care to see right. in this tournament. I Unless like taking your winner of of your bracket. Obviously. Yeah, but even that, like, I just need good basketball. Give yeah. me good hoops. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple things. I'm pretty sure Michigan, or not Michigan, the Big Ten had eight teams make the tournament. I'm trying to think. Um, Rutgers was one of the biggest snubs of the of the tournament. Really surprising there. It kind of seemed like their win over Michigan in the Big Ten tournament locked them in. Um, and they, they missed it completely. Didn't even make the playing game, which is pretty wild. I'm pretty sure there's eight teams. I'm, I'm going to just try to think really quick. MSU, Purdue, Maryland, Northwestern, Penn State, Illinois, Iowa, Ooh, might be only seven. I was I was not listening to that at all. <laughs> I was so focused on. The, I think it was only. Levels. I think it might only been seven then. Yeah, yeah, because I said seven. So the other teams that didn't make it were Rutgers, Ohio State, Wisconsin, Michigan, Michigan, <laughs> Minnesota. You said Northwestern. Oh uh, yeah, I did say Northwestern. Is it their yeah. like first time Nebraska ever making it? And who is there? What Northwestern has made it, but this is the first time I've seen him make it in like quite some time. Yeah. I think there's a team I'm forgetting. I guess when we go over it, we'll we'll see. I'm pretty sure they had eight teams make the tournament, but whatever. Shout out Big Matt Nicholson for Northwestern played against that guy in school. That's cool. So shout out starting big for him. Yeah, yeah, starting center, mm-hmm. dude's a monster. Mm-hmm. Shout out him. Quickly before we hop into filling out our bracket for the high tempo group, uh, just wanna just wanna put it out there. Tom Izzo, 25 straight years. Uh, <laughs> Making the tournament a new record by a head coach of a team. So yeah, and then cool. there, there's some stuff it's, it's, there. It's, a, it's pretty cool. Yeah, there's some stuff there. Definitely. What, like what? Like the year you guys made it when you shouldn't have. What year? Uh, when you were nine and eight in Big Ten play, or eight and nine in Big Ten play. All oh, right, the year where Michigan uh, decided to just stop playing for a month straight and take four games <laughs> off, four hardest games. Of the, I already saw that tweet about that. So that was, was the only thing I, I ever, was ready for. That that was the only thing I ever had to yeah. say. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that. It, year it really was, doesn't matter. That, yeah, it doesn't I guarantee matter. you, check through Coach K's twenty. If I look through Coach K's twenty four years, yeah. I can find an asterisk season. Like I can find a man. Should they have made it that year? And I'll be honest, there is there one hundred percent is an MSU bias in the tournament. Oh, they like, love MSU. Yeah, they, they love a lot, all the analysts love <laughs> MSU too, and that honestly sucks because they they're always like, oh, sleeper team is MSU. <laughs> like already, I'm already seeing videos of like Andy Katz and like Jay Billis. No way. Like, Team to look out for is MSU to go to the Sweet 16 Elite Eight. I'm like, dude, stop saying that, dude, because then everyone's going to pick it, and then it's not going to happen. Like, we want teams to think we're going to lose yeah. so we'll win. And I guess I do agree with, like, an Elite Eight Sweet, sweet 16, though. Like, when yeah, I, oh, no, I, I do, too. But when like, I look at the state team, it's like, yeah, it's like let's just keep it that. quiet. Yeah. Like, yeah. Let's, and MSU, we're not – I mean, we were on a roll, and then we lose to Ohio <laughs> State without Bryce Sensabaugh, their best player, so – we're not in a great situation right now. I love all the Tom Izzo, AJ Hogard talk on Twitter. I find it hilarious because those that's just how they are. Like that's literally just how they are, but everyone's all there's an issue going on at MSU. AJ Hogard is blah blah blah. Like it's they don't care about that at all. Someone asked Izzo about it today and he literally was like, "I don't give a shit about about what you guys have to say about that. I wasn't <laughs> mad at all at AJ." <laughs> exactly. So, so Hold on. You don't want the praise and attention that comes with being a Michigan State fan okay, when it comes to the tournament. I do, but I don't. The reason I say that, though, is because like when you have these big analysts always be like, this is the team you should pick. You have all the people who like don't watch college basketball until right now yep. watching them, and they're like, oh, let me pick them. And then when the when everyone, the team that everyone always picks to go on a run never goes on a run. You know? Facts. So... That's why. I mean, yep. if, if we're like a one or two seed and they're saying that, that's different because yep. like we should go on a run. But when we're right now as a seven where we're supposed to lose in the second round, hypothetically, that's why I don't like it. Gotcha. And, yeah. and yeah, that makes sense because and then all of a sudden all the people who just started watching basketball start talking to shit. Like it's like, yeah, oh, you guys should have made the sweet. No, I mean, should we have? Exactly. <laughs> we're the seventh seed. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, are we are we ready to fill yeah, out this let, bracket? Let's go game by game. All right, whole bracket. Um, quickly before we start that, do you have one team that's like this team is the team you gotta pick? Like I've, just off the top of your head, like for to win the championship, like either to win the championship or just to like go on a Cinderella run. Like maybe they're a lower seed, you make it to the Elite Eight or something, or a national championship. Actually, give me both. Give me, give me Creighton. 
a for cra- a national championship or no, for a run? For, for a deep, deep run. I can see them upsetting some big, big time teams. For championship, I literally I was filling yeah. out my bracket today and I was picking like, the winners hard. It's because this year sucks. Yeah. <laughs> there is nobody that I think should win the Natty. I'll give you that answer later. Okay, that works. I'll give you that answer as we go. I think my team that I want it that I think could go on a run is FAU. I'm I'm okay, messing with yep. FAU. <laughs> I've um, seen a lot about them already. Um I see some shit about Furham. Fur- yeah, Furman. Furman. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Natty team, I want to say UConn, but it's only because I have a future bet for UConn to win the Natty that I made like three months ago. And so, obviously, I want them to. I'll let uh, you have that. You, I don't have UConn. But that's just a biased pick, though. Yeah, so, like, yeah. I, let me bet. think of one that, yeah, just because of the bet. Like, by the way, the bets are going to go crazy. There's so many bets you can make, dude, already. Like what? Like, are there like you can specials? pick, like, the winner to win each region. You can pick, like, any team to make the Sweet 16. Like, it's it's going to be crazy. It's going to be terrible. And there's you. probably going to be more. Um, But my team my team to win the Natty that I think, like, I don't even know either, actually. I, I literally I really have no idea. You know I don't what, have a favorite. You know what I think could happen this year? Since this year was the most, like, unpredictable college basketball season, or at least, like, most parody like there was not a dominant team all year this could be the year where there's like no upsets because like be. you would think like oh no team is that good this is going to be crazy upsets and there's going to be like a couple and that's yeah it. because they're all mart that little bit marginally better exactly. than the next guy but they probably won't uh i that when i was filling out my bracket i actually was doing like the man i feel like i don't have enough upsets yeah like i was doing that shit and that's when it's like that's the worst because then you start picking crazy upsets yeah. st mary's another team i like but they yeah. play mm, who they play second round they play vcu first round and then second round they'll play it's the number one seed isn't it uh, no, they would play the four seed in the next round because they're five. They would play UConn in that round if they were to advance. Give me so. St. Mary's in that. <laughs> All right, so let's get it. Uh, last year we did this as well. I, I remember actually vividly we picked UCLA to win it all last year and they got bounced early we're not so. doing that again even we gotta fill out the perfect bracket are they a one seed or a two seed they're uh they're two seed. Seed. two seed two seed yep um so let's let's get into it right now starting off in the south region alabama versus amcc slash southern missouri i think i don't know either of those schools let's go with alabama let's go with alabama yeah, why not um all right next Eight seeded Maryland versus nine seeded West Virginia. This one's a toughie. I've got no problem taking West Virginia against <laughs> yeah, Maryland. That's, no. Let's do it. Like this. This is like the no. You can't think that hard. No, when you can't bracket. You just got to go. Um, and like we, the Big Ten schools. Like eh. I, I, I'm kind of mad at the Big Ten. Like I'm kind of pissed off. Like I, like I wish they would have had three teams. Yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> well, also Michigan wasn't one of them, so that probably <laughs> yeah, it does. Tougher. It does. All right, next we have five seeded San Diego State taking on twelve seeded Charleston. This is Charleston's been a popular upset pick so far. I, I do like San Diego State though. I don't, yeah. I don't dislike. I, I say we go do. San Diego okay. State. Yeah, me too. We got to pick the upsets that no one's thinking about. We got to pick the ones that matter. Next, we have four-seeded Virginia taking on 13 Furman. We got to go Furman. I mean, <laughs> Virginia to. is frauds, dude. They are the most fraudulent four-seed I've ever seen. <laughs> All right. Um. Next, we have six-seeded Creighton versus 11-seeded North Carolina State. Go Creighton. You said you like Big Creighton, time so Creighton. we will go with Creighton. Um. Next, we have three-seeded Baylor versus 14-seeded UCSB. Was this the school that beat Virginia as the one seed? No, it's UMBC. Oh, you're right. That is that UMBC. Um, USCB. That's I don't the, know who that is. They were. I think they have a crazy mascot name. University I think I of Southern California Berkeley. Oh, uh, that could be it. Well, no, it's UCSB. Oh, University of California, Spring Break. Stony Brook. Is that? Is oh, that, that could them? be it. Could I don't be know thing. where Stony. I don't know if that's California though. Me either. Uh, all right, let's all go with Baylor. Now. Let's go Baylor. Yeah. <laughs> if I don't know the name of the school, I'm sorry. Man. <laughs> uh, next, we have seven seed Missouri versus ten seeded Utah State. I have no preference here. If you have a preference, let's go. I, I've been picking Utah State. Okay, in this we one, can go so Utah State. We'll go Utah State. I like that. Um, and then lastly, we have two seeded Arizona versus fifteen seeded Princeton. Winners of the Ivy League. Ooh, they're smart guys. Yeah, but they, we're picking Arizona. They could run a crazy defense. I'm <laughs> they telling could, you, but they won't. All right, Eastern Region. We have the one-seeded Purdue Boilermakers uh, taking on either Texas Southern or FDU. Is that Farley Dartmouth, I'm pretty sure? Something like that? No idea. No clue. Purdue is who we'll take. We'll take Purdue. (laughs) Next, we have, I think, actually, this is the toughest game to pick in the entire bracket. It's one of the toughest ones. All the 8-9s are, though. Eight-seeded Memphis versus nine-seeded FAU. 
Both of these teams I like, dude. Mm-hmm. Like I they I think they both could upset Purdue in the next round. So I don't know which one to take. FAU had a good year. Mm-hmm. Like they had a good year. Yeah. I'm I'm comfortable taking FAU. We can go FAU. I think it's more fun. And Memphis is hot right now, but Got to go. Memphis just, knocked off Houston in the AAC championship game. Like I also don't really like Penny Hardaway though as a coach, right? But like, this is like their first year where they've actually had like a good team, team. and they didn't have all the top dog recruits, which mm-hmm. is like why. Uh, but we'll still go FAU. This one is another tough one because the the bracket really messed this one up. Five seeded Duke versus twelve seeded Oral Roberts. Oral Roberts is the team everyone wants to pick. But Duke as a five seed is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. They should have been a four seed, maybe even a three seed. Um, and Oral Roberts gets screwed over having to play Duke in the first round. Is Oral Roberts the one that they got to transfer, Doug? Uh, well, they had Max Abesmus. He was the guy that they beat Ohio State as a 15 seed a couple years ago. So you remember uh, St. Peter's? Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, no, he went to uh, like Bryant or something. Oh, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. That score, that, mm-hmm. where the score was. Yep. Uh, I don't have a preference. This one's hard, dude. Right. Like Oral I, Roberts is a good team. Is, but, this his, is this his first year in the tournament? Coach's first year tournament? Duke's coach? Oh uh, yeah. And Duke like ended the year pretty well. Like they definitely like were kind of mid all year, and then they had a good end. They won the AAC tournament. You think ACC. they're going to be overhyped going into the tournament? You think they've got too much hype? They could they, be too they hyped have a up. Down. I, 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 I think I'm. I think, I think, I think I'm do. on board with that. I think they have a letdown. Oral Roberts, it is yeah. next. <laughs> Four-seeded Tennessee versus 13-seeded the Louisiana Raging Cajuns. They are in the tournament every year, I swear. <laughs> How do they always make it? Because they never make noise. I know. They're the easiest first-round game ever. Is this the year they make noise? No. Okay, Tennessee. <laughs> That's that simple. <laughs> All right, next. This this one is also a really tough one. Six-seeded Kentucky versus the 11-seeded Providence. What's Providence mascot? I was just going to say it. I don't think I, don't I know, know it. I don't I, think I, I know I, it either. I don't know. Sorry, Is it the Knights. I think it might be the Knights. It's something like that. Who are we picking? Uh, I hate when the big schools like Duke, Kentucky, are five and six seeds. Mm-hmm. It is terrible because you don't really know. Like they could just go on a crazy run, yeah, right? Or now. could get upset round one right away. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's tough. Providence is like a Providence. One of them teams. I think they're the best team at home in the nation the last like two or three years. But they are terrible on the road. Well, and and we probably can't have Duke and Kentucky lose first round. Right, right. Yeah, so I agree. let's go I Kentucky. Agree. Go Kentucky. Um, next, we have three-seeded Kansas State versus 14-seeded Montana State. There will be a 3-14 upset, probably. I like Kansas State, though. I think Kansas State could go on a run. I like their colors. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that works. Next, we have the easiest pick ever, the seven-seeded Michigan State Spartans taking on the USC Trojans as the 10th seed. Spartans. So last year, we picked Davidson to beat MSU in round one. I remember that just because, like, for fun, you know, because I thought it was going to happen. Uh, but what do we do? for In our little group that we have, I picked MSU to lose round one just because. Like, just because in every – like, I – I don't know. I just did. MSU's winning this game. I think so, too. MSU's yeah. beating It's just USC. like, I I hate, I always have MSU every year, if I fill out a bracket, going to the, at least the Sweet 16. Like, I at minimum. Most mm-hmm. time, I'm going to lead. Like, I had my first final, my first bracket I made, I had him winning the whole thing. I think that's expected. Oh, it is. But it's, I wish I didn't do that, though. <laughs> like, you know, I wish I didn't have to do that. Um. All right. Marquette versus Vermont. Do we, do we feel the 215 upset here? Marquette's. I don't know much about Marquette. I, yeah. I don't know much. Shaka about Smart team. is at Marquette. This is they're a really good team all year. Shaka Smart. That's a cool ass. Is name. their coach? Oh, gotcha. That's a cool name. Mm-hmm. Uh let's go with Marquette. Yeah. Is that yeah. the two fifteen you think is going to happen? No, I don't think any of them are going to happen. But I was just like, just Test the waters. Yeah. All right, move over to the Midwest. We have one seed Houston versus sixteen seed Northern Kentucky. We will take Houston. Another really tough eight nine game. We have eight seed Iowa versus nine seed Auburn. Uh, I want Auburn because of Wendell Green. Yeah, give me Auburn. We can rock with Auburn. Uh, <laughs> and this Iowa, might be the highest scoring terrible, game ever. Dude. Like Iowa actually is. The, I'm I'm only saying this because I watch a lot of Iowa, but they legit are actually the most like you don't know what you're gonna get from them <laughs> game team ever. Like they will score a hundred points one night and then score forty the next night. Like they are. They're a weird team. We'll take Auburn. Um, <laughs> next, we have five-seeded Miami versus 12-seeded Drake. 
I like Drake. I think I like Drake, I like too, Drake. dude. I like Drake. We'll go with Drake. I know in that hotline I need a one dance. All right. Uh, Four-seeded Indiana versus 13-seed Kent State. Winners of the MAC. This is a tough one, dude. Well, who are they playing? Indiana. Oh, Indiana. <laughs> dude, Sadly. Th- this is like Sadly. one of them games where like the Big Ten just loses, dude. <laughs> it really is, but we'll go Indiana. Maybe the MAC was straight up better than the Big Ten this whole year. MAC was pretty good. Like, Maybe we figure that out throughout this tournament. teams in the MAC were pretty good this year. Um, but the bottom half of That might be what we discover. The the big time <laughs> the might be better. <laughs> this game decides it. Indiana Kent State decides it. All right, uh next we have six seeded Iowa State taking on either eleven seeded Mississippi State or Pittsburgh. Uh we've seen the playing teams have success over the past couple of years. The eleven seed playing teams. UCLA. UCLA. Last year there was a team too, I can't remember who it was, but they they made like a sweet sixteen run, I'm pretty sure. Um I don't know. This is tough because both of these teams were like not supposed to make the tournament. Mississippi State and Pitt both ended the year badly. Both were supposed to miss it and both made it. <laughs> but those are the teams that usually like go on runs, though. You know, Backs like they got the nothing wall. to prove. Let's take them. Yeah, let's take them. <laughs> let's take either one of them. Exactly. I hate picking those games because that's what we're doing. Exactly. Yeah. We're taking one of them. Like, I don't know which. I one. don't know which one's even going to win their game. <laughs> like, what if they both play terrible in the playing game? You know, and then like we've got them going to the Sweet Sixteen. Exactly. Like, yeah. Um, all right, next we have three-seeded Xavier taking on 14-seeded Kennesaw State. What a name. Is this the 314 we go with? Xavier's a good team. They definitely are a pretty damn good team. Where, where is Kennesaw State? I have no clue. What do they do? <laughs> hey, Siri, where is Kennesaw State at? Let's see. Here's what I found. Can it, it okay? Like, why does it? Why does Siri so bad? Oh, okay. It is in Cobb County, Georgia. Oh, gotcha. Hey, we were just near Georgia. You know where we weren't near? Xavier. Give me Kennesaw. Yep, Kennesaw State. Uh <laughs> that's our that's our big upset. Quick Siri rant. Siri never works on the first time. You always got to click through some shit or repeat yourself or. She doesn't, oh, I'm sorry, I can't help you right now. I I, I can't understand. Shut up. Just do what I want <laughs> you to do. <laughs> All right. Uh, next, we have 7-seed Texas A&M versus 10-seed Penn State. <laughs> Texas A&M. Listen, Penn State is hot. <laughs> Are they? They, they? they made it to the Big Ten Championship game. They did. Um, They almost beat Purdue in the Big Ten Championship game. I think I'm taking Texas A&M, though. A&M was also in their championship game as well. Um, and then lastly, in the Midwest, we have two-seeded Texas versus 15-seeded Colgate. I've been seeing this as the popular, like, if you're going to take a 15-seed, take Colgate. I just don't think no, we can. I'm we smooth can. on yeah. all that. We'll have a Texas battle in the next round. All right, lastly, in the West, we have one-seeded Kansas versus 16-seeded Howard. <sighs> Wait, is Howard the Ivy League? No, I think Princeton's Ivy League. I don't know where Howard is. Me either. We'll go Kansas. Yeah, Kansas. <laughs> um, no, another. All the eight nines are so tough. Um, eight seeded Arkansas versus nine seeded Illinois. This is going to be a oh, good game. This but could I, be a really good game. Like, do we go against the Big Ten again? Like, I feel like it's disrespectful, but like, but like they're not beating Arkansas, and the Big Ten's bad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Illinois's bad too. Like Arkansas. Um, all right. Next, we have five seeded St. Mary's versus twelve seeded VCU. Did you say you like VCU? No, I just said that uh, they're playing VCU. But like, gotcha, yeah. And Brandon Johns Jr. is VCU. I yes. think David DeJulius is also VCU. I think they both yeah, play yeah, for yeah. VCU. Uh, uh, but I like St. Mary's. This is a tough one. What do we think? David DeJulius is another guy we lost. Yeah, yeah. That's another guy mm-hmm. we should have kept. Right. Uh, I I'm, I want to go St. Mary's. Yeah, uh, I'm down. down. Four-seeded UConn taking on 13-seeded Iona. UConn. UConn, even though Rick Patino going to try to get his revenge back in the tournament. Um, Six-seeded TCU versus either 11-seeded Arizona State or 11-seeded Nevada. I don't think we take mm. the play-in team here. I think we go TCU. Okay. I'm comfortable with that. Um, next, we have three-seeded Gonzaga versus 14-seeded Grand Canyon. I don't see them. Gonzaga hasn't been good this year. Grand Canyon's been like uh, – Gonzaga hasn't been good. They've been good this year. Compared to previous, previous years. Previous years. I still think they're like – I don't think Grand Canyon can stop Drew Timmy. There's no way, right? Like I, I just don't see the world where I that I don't happens. think so either. Go Gonzaga. Uh, next, we have seven-seeded Northwestern versus 10-seeded Boise State. <laughs> 
Give me Northwestern. Yep, yep, we'll rock with Northwestern here. And then lastly, two-seeded UCLA versus 15-seeded UNC Asheville. This has actually been the one that I've seen as the popular 15-seed upset. Um, I don't know about UNC Asheville, but apparently they're low-key kind of nice, uh, but we're not doing it. Okay. UCLA. All right, over to the round of 32. Starting back up top, one-seeded Alabama versus nine-seed West Virginia. I think Alabama. Bama. I think we go Alabama to move on. Um, next, fifth. The five seed San Diego State versus thirteen seed Furman. Give me Furman. Is Furman making the Sweet Sixteen run? I think so. Yes, sir. All right, six seeded Creighton versus three seeded Baylor. This is a tough game. This would be a good game. I'm down to rock with Creighton if Creighton. you want to. Yeah, let's Give me do Creighton. it. Uh, and then lastly in the South, we have ten seed Utah State versus two seed Arizona. I'm good. I think we go Arizona. 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 Over to the East. One Purdue versus nine seeded FAU. If you want to listen, call the shot, listen. Man. I think even if I picked Memphis, I'm picking whoever, which one to beat Purdue. Purdue is the biggest fraudulent one seeds ever. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't like Purdue. I'm back in that. I'm going FAU. Yes, sir. Thing is, everyone also thinks that same way though, and Purdue's gonna end up making the Final Four or something. They could. It probably will happen. Oral Roberts, 12 seed versus four seeded Tennessee. I mean, we didn't pick Oral Roberts to win in the first round just for them to lose in the second round. I agree. Like, what are we doing here? You got to pick one of the toothbrush companies, Oral Roberts (laughs) or Colgate. This sweet 16 matchup of FAU and Oral Roberts is crazy. (laughs) All right. uh, Six seed Kentucky versus three seed Kansas State. This is another another fun game. This This one's terrible. Oh, this one's tough. Uh, We probably got to go with the higher seed. So Kansas State? Yeah. Yeah, I'm down. Uh, and then next, seven seed Michigan State versus two seed Marquette. I don't want to influence our bracket with MSU like winning every game, but like give me MSU. In MSU's this game. beaten Marquette. It's the Joey Hauser revenge game, dude. He's about to go off, have thirty five points. MSU wins. I've just seen some of the shit that like AJ Hogard. And oh my! I've been doing this all day today. Who's the uh, off guard? Tyson that I Walker. Love? Tyson Walker. I've seen what that, that what that dude does in a big game and in big moments. I feel like he is such a tournament player. Mm-hmm. It's not even funny. I think so too. Uh, over to the Midwest. One seed Houston versus nine seed Auburn. Can Auburn pull off the upset over Houston? Nope. Nope. Um, twelve seeded Drake versus four seeded Indiana. <laughs> Listen, I, I was almost on board to take Kent State over Indiana. I just don't see a sweet 16 run out of these Hoosiers. I really don't. Just give me Drake. Give me Drake. Next, we I have... I want this shit forever. Mine, oh, mine. We have quite the matchup here. Either Mississippi State or Pittsburgh taking on Kennesaw State. <laughs> <laughs> like, we can't take Kennesaw State to go to the sweet No. But can we take a team that we don't even know who it's going to be? Yup. Yup. It was UCLA or Michigan State the one year. Yeah, exactly. Uh, next, we have Battle of Texas. Texas A&M versus Texas. <sighs> this is tough. Texas has been a popular tip team that people are picking to go far. But I feel like they've been that the last four Me so too. years, and they always lose early. Texas A&M's got Julius Marble. I'm rocking with Julius yeah, Marble. Let's I go too. A&M. West, lastly, we have one-seeded Kansas versus eight-seeded Arkansas. Ooh, oh, now this is a rivalry. Listen, <laughs> listen, Kansas is a popular repeat pick. They are, like, I, I see it. But, like, have we picked a one-seed to get upset yet in the, in the round of 32? Okay, we did pick Purdue. Will, will two one-seeds be done out of the first weekend? Who's the two-seed in this region? UCLA. I think, have, I think one of those two teams probably make the final. Also, four. I will say we picked no upsets in this region in the West. We picked all top eight seeds in this in this region. Hmm. Not saying that we have to take Arkansas, yeah. but just that's just something to think about. I think we rock with Kansas. One for more now, round. He slides. Now. Yep, I think so. They too. slide. Uh next, five seeded St. Mary's versus four seeded Yukon. I've been taking Yukon to go far, so I'm down to take St. Mary's here. Kay. Yeah. Uh, next, six-seeded TCU versus three-seeded Gonzaga. I've been taking TCU to beat Gonzaga a lot in this game. We could I've take filled, it. I've filled, but I just don't know if I want to keep doing it. Like, I don't think I've had Gonzaga going far in, like, any bracket. You think this is the year they win it all? 
Oh, when they're not loaded. I don't loaded. think so, though, right? It, it could be. A, I mean, it, it would be the perfect story. It'd be the under-the-radar year. Yeah, yeah that's we're, true. We aren't as loaded as we usually are, but mm-hmm. now watch us. Now we don't yeah, have a target on our back. Let's at least take them in this game. Yep. Uh, next, we have, or lastly, Northwestern 7-seed versus 2-seeded UCLA. Can Northwestern make it another round? No. All right, on to the Sweet 16 in the South. We have 1-seeded Alabama versus 13-seeded Furman. I think this is where Furman's run comes to an end. Be risky to take him to the Elite. <laughs> It'd be pretty wild. Like. <laughs> to a school I've never heard of. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll take Alabama. Next, we have six seeded Creighton versus two seeded Arizona. Let's rock with Creighton, dude. dude. Let's, let's rock do it. with Creighton. Let's do Might it. as well. Over to the East, we have the biggest battle of all time in the Sweet 16. Nine seeded FAU versus 12 seeded Oral Roberts. I don't think there's any reason Florida Atlantic University loses this game. I don't think so either. Give me FAU. And that see this is Are why they like okay, the dragons. Okay. Is that their thing? Yeah, I think so. There's something like that. <laughs> this is why I hate I already see how this is going. Because <laughs> I can't see the whole because bracket. The next matchup is three seeded Kansas State versus seven seeded Michigan State. Let's keep in mind the winner of this game would play FAU in the Elite Eight. <laughs> Like, that's what I'm saying. I see how this is going right now. However, who we picking? Three-seed Kansas State versus seven-seed Michigan State. This is how. This is such a tough spot for me. It is. Because I need to do a little bit of both. I need to respect you and your beliefs <laughs> and also make sure I'm not totally biased. But also, it's like I really do think that MSU got a favorable region. Like, there is, like there's a realistic world to the Elite Eight Final Four. There really is. Is it actually going to happen? It's clear as day right here. Like, I mean, we, we've like, got it written we're, out. We're picking the perfect. Perfect bracket, like, but Kansas State, you know, Keontae Johnson is there. They've had a really good year. They were good in football too. Like Kansas State is back out of nowhere. Yeah, they're a good school again. What do we do here? Give me the Spartans. Yep, they're going to be the deepest run out of the Big Ten. Midwest. We sound like a fan over here, (laughs) but I basically am. Like Michigan's not playing. Yeah, I I might as well. I mean, we, we, we split in the regular season. There's no bad blood. We might as I might as well just root for. Yeah, them. there is bad blood, but just not with you. There's no bad. Blood. Yeah, there I'm, is bad blood. I'm not a bad blood guy. I'm really not either. Like I have some, obviously, but like I really don't. I, yeah, I'm, I like the rivalry, but I'm not like a. I'm not a hater. Yeah, I'm not there a, is teams I hate a lot more in the Big Ten easily. than Michigan. Like a lot more. Easily. Now, however, I will say it was a lot easier to to uh, like Michigan when John Beeline was the head coach. Yeah, not when Juwan Howard was Definitely. head coach. But that's just that's just uh, that's just every, me thing. I'm the, I'm like the biggest beeline fan in the whole yeah, world. I love beeline. Um, all right, even though he ruined Cage jump shot. All right, we have one seated. <laughs> we have one seated Houston taking on twelve seated Drake. <laughs> just, I don't know if Drake can do it. I really don't know. Just hold on. We're going. It's just home. the thing is like. Every bracket is going to have Houston and Kansas in the Elite Eight and Alabama, you know? Mm. Like, we can't be every bracket. But I don't think we can no, take Drake. No, I don't Drake, think it's Drake. Though. I don't yeah, think it's, it's Drake. It's not Drake. But, like, one of Houston, Bama, and Kansas will will lose in the Sweet 16. Mm-hmm. It will happen. So maybe we'll we'll figure that and, out. And Drake a made a good run. Yeah, I they mean, did. They, they made a great they run. They did. Like, shout out Drake. Yeah. <laughs> Next, we have one of 11-seeded Mississippi State or Pittsburgh taking on 7-seeded Texas A&M. Do we keep rocking with the play-in team? Or this will, or is this, this will put them into the Elite Eight, This will put right? them into the Elite Eight, which that's like Sweet 16 is cool. Like you yeah, make the Sweet yeah, 16. Yeah. Like, that's a good year. That's a good year. You made, a, you made it to the second weekend. That's cool. But making the Elite Eight is no joke. You're like, you have a chance. You are elite. Yeah. And there's eight of you. Let's go with uh, A&M. Yep, I think so, too. Can't ride the the question mark team no, for too long. No. All right, moving over to the West. We have one-seeded Kansas taking on five-seeded St. Mary's. Is this, the, is this the game where we decide one of Kansas, Houston, and Bama misses the Elite Eight? So if we keep going down, is this the last one? Uh, yes, this is the last one, and they would play the winner of Gonzaga UCLA. So I think that would make a fair matchup in the elite in the elite eight as well. You're I'm, saying I'm it, down to take St. Mary's over Kansas. Let's go for it. Let's do it. Uh, then lastly, we have three seed Gonzaga versus two seed UCLA. If we take Gonzaga, we have a battle of the West Coast Conference. These two teams were rivals all year. Uh, they split. Sweet. I'm pretty sure it'd be pretty cool. UCLA is also on the West Coast. It'd be really. I mean, Gonzaga UCLA is they played in the Final Four a couple years ago. So. 
Like that's I, a, this is a really good matchup. I think I want to give the nod to UCLA this yeah, time. Yeah, I, I think, think I, I, I think, think I, I want to give them. Let's do it. All right, Elite Eight. We are an elite company here. These are the best of the best in the South. We have one seeded Alabama taking on six seeded Creighton. Oh, and this is where like you, you're, you're battle tested now. Yeah, you, you've made it through. You're the, the Elite Eight. You've got a chance. But Bama, man, this is tough. Brandon Miller's a shooter. I They're mean, a really deep team. Brandon uh, Miller. By the way, uh, Woj made a report today that like apparently Brandon Miller is now viewed as the second overall pick over Scoot Henderson across NBA GMs. Really? Yeah, interesting. Huh, interesting. Very interesting. Uh, I, I am I'm comfortable with Creighton's run ending here. Okay, let's go Alabama. Over to the East Elite Eight, we have the some sort of dragons out of it. Okay, I gotta look it up. Yeah, yeah. I, hey Siri. What is FAU's mascot? Chance for Will redemption. it tell me right away? Here's what I found. <laughs> like, what is this? Mascot ideas. Which mascot is right for you? No way, dude. Hey, Siri. Look up Florida Atlantic University. Please. Will that show me? Please. Okay, it's closed. They're closed right now. I'm okay, that's wondering. good to know. Um, I'm glad they don't still. This is just like. <laughs> it's terrible. This is ridiculous. Like, why does it take me to Yelp? Why am I on Yelp? <laughs> Dude, what? Is there anything worse? All right, I, I we have to find out now. Like, I want to know because it looks like some sort of hawk or dragon. I can't really figure. Okay, this is ridiculous. <laughs> I just need to go to Google Chrome and look up FAU mascot. That is, that is all we're going to do here. They are the. Owls. They are the Atlantic owls. Huh. Not dragons. Huh. Wow, that owl looks pretty cool. How many owls did we see in Florida? <laughs> I did not see a single owl. Me either. What? <laughs> All right. Uh, yes, we have the owls of Florida Atlantic <laughs> taking on Tom Izzo and the Michigan State Spartans. I mean, I mean, there's no reason to have MSU lose to FAU. There's no, there's reason. no reason. Like we've had to beat so many good teams. There's no reason we are taking MSU. <laughs> this would be the biggest Mickey Mouse run to the elite or oh, to the final four. So... I mean, not really. I guess you beat Marquette and Kansas State, but like getting getting FAU in the elite eight would be would be awesome. Be a dream. In the Midwest, we have one seeded Houston taking on seven seeded Texas A and M. Let's go Houston. Yeah, let's go Houston. Uh, and then out west, five seated St. Mary's versus two seated UCLA. This, this one's is a toughie. This is the lower seed. Some lower seeds got to make the final four. Yeah, that's true. And we have a one. Yeah, yeah. We need a five. We, we need, need a five. five in there. Let's go St. Mary's. All right, we are in the final four in the South versus East. We have one seated Alabama taking on seven seated Michigan State. This is a rematch from earlier this year. Alabama edged out Michigan State. Uh, it was a good game. This is a tough Man. one. You you get input on this one. It's Final Four. Yes, you it's Final get, Four. I don't know if I could take them to go to the championship. I don't think I it, can. It would be pretty wild. I don't think they've um, shown me that. So I think I will go Alabama here. Me too. We, we will take Alabama. But Tom Izzo will take his ninth Final Four appearance. We will be comfortable with that. I just want him to get a ring, another ring, man. Like It'd be pretty fire. Because we would have got one in COVID year. Like, obviously, we would <laughs> Obviously. Because like, uh, March Madness is just so yeah, predictable. Like it's very, like, uh, like it was a so clear, clear winner yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. so. Um, lastly, final four, we have one-seeded Houston versus five-seeded St. Mary's. Can St. Mary's pull it off against Houston? Hell yeah, they Hell can. yeah, we don't want to be boring and take Bama versus Houston. Those no. are the two top seeds. Hell like, no. That is boring as hell. Alabama versus St. Mary's. Do we take St. Mary's to win the whole damn thing? <laughs> Give me St. Let's Mary's. It. <laughs> it's the first time. <laughs> and what's the score? The score, this is going to be high scoring. These are two high scoring teams. West Coast uh, Conference is a high scoring conference. And obviously Alabama, they put up points. Let's go 99 to 98. Whoa. (laughs) I was thinking like 69 to 67. All right, let's do that. (laughs) 69 to 67. That is the high-tempo bracket. You guys Uh, just listen to it. That's how we do it. just listen to it. Like, you're probably sitting there, like, think about it two weeks from now when you're like, how is these guys bracket at the top with St. Mary's? Like, how did they do that? And it's like, oh, you want to know how we did it? Listen to it right here. We sat here and bullshitted for... 
45 minutes. Plus, quickly, I have to rig the, the group and change it so that I can put two brackets in just so I can put that one in. Hell yeah. And then I can change it back right away. And, like, who's going to tell us we can't? It's our bracket challenge. It's hey, we're up to we're up to 11 people in the in the bracket right now. Go join it right yeah. now. Like, what are we waiting for? Yeah. Put um, your best bracket in or put a meme bracket in. I, I enjoy the meme brackets, especially yeah, when I they do, do well. I've already made a lot of meme brackets. What is it called? High tempo. Just kidding. High tempo bracket group. We Come on. We, we know. All right. That is in, so now I have to change it is back. Is Texas really the biggest meme champion this year? Because all the shit they went through. Oh, it's Bama. Bama's got to be the biggest. Probably Bama. It's Bama or Texas. Yeah, though. it's I one mean, of those like, two. It's definitely one of those two. It definitely could be MSU, though, too. It, 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 <laughs> I don't think they're tough. a meme team, though. Yeah, not meme, but at least they went through some yeah. stuff. Um, How do I change this back? Okay, there we go. I wonder if it's going to, like, kick my bracket since I have two in and I changed it to one. Hope it very not. well could. Hopefully it stays at 12. Nope, it worked. Hell Let's yeah. Go. All right, cool. That's our bracket. Once again, high tempo bracket group. Very easy, but if you're if you're too lazy to type it in, there's links everywhere. Just go look. Everywhere. Go Just look click. everywhere. But you're going to have to type in high tempo podcast on every other thing to find it. So yep. it's like, <laughs> just look up high tempo bracket group. All right, let's get into NFL free agency because uh, how long are we into this? 45 minutes. I was going to say, I did, that took a lot longer than I thought it was going to. Me too, but it was fun. Um, so let's get into NFL free agency. Today was the opening day, obviously. By the time this comes out, there's probably going to be some other crazy stuff that happens, mm-hmm. which is a little unfortunate, like Aaron Rodgers' situation. Should I release this episode early? Should yeah. I upload it tomorrow? Yeah, that's what I wanted starts. to upload it tomorrow. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Just so we could get the bracket information out to everybody. Um, so yeah, let's talk about quickly before the signings. Let's talk about the trade that happened this past, was it yesterday? I think Jalen Ramsey traded to the Miami dolphins only for a third round pick and tight end Hunter long. Who's a guy I've never heard of crazy move here. Mm-hmm. Jalen Ramsey was, was reportedly bought, uh, talked about by a lot of teams wanted to go get him. The lions being one of them yep. and the dolphins are the team that gets him. They now have a crazy cornerback duo. And along with their crazy wide receiver duo. Yeah. Uh, for you Lions fans who were uh, you know, disappointed that Jalen Ramsey is not in a Lions uniform next season, uh, I got to talk to our good buddy Chris uh, the other day. Yep. And he said, you Insider. know, he said I the Lions had a bid in. I mean, they, they, had, they had their pick in, but they think it was more of a Jalen Ramsey decision to determine where he wanted mm-hmm. to play. Uh, I mean, think about the weather in Miami. It's beautiful weather. You're playing with studs like Tyree Kill, who kind of is very similar to Jalen Ramsey in my eyes, of like the swagger. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's no state tax in Florida. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. No state taxes. Are you kidding me? That, that seems like the best spot. <laughs> Except when we're down athlete. there, they got a lot of little hidden fees on like everything <laughs> you buy down there, dude. You buy like a quesadilla at that store that was like 15 bucks. You're paying 20 bucks for it. Oh, yeah. yeah and that's before the- tip. Yeah, <laughs> like that is a that is a crime right there. Yeah, it is. But no, no state tax. No though, state so tax. I guess, so I guess it's all right. Hashtag go Michigan. Yeah, I did read though that the Dolphins was Jalen Ramsey's preferred destination, and the Rams chose to honor that. Gotcha. Um, since you know he was a key part of their Super Bowl championship Hype. team and everything, which is cool, cool of them to do that. But a third round pick is just surprising to me. I know he's older, not even that old. He's and not he's, even. He's high paid, and he's going to want to get high paid again. I understand that. Um, but I I really thought it'd be at least a second. Uh, probably a second and a third. That's kind of what I thought the package was going to be. The NFL trade market is a really interesting thing because, you know, you have that trade go down and then you have the trade up to the first <laughs> overall pick when they don't even know who they're going to take yet. And they traded a lot. They to traded get that. the back. I mean, they traded the future. Yeah. So let's talk about that actually right now. Uh, the Chicago Bears traded the first overall pick to the Carolina Panthers for pick nine, pick 61. Their 2024 first-round pick, 2025 second-round pick, along with star young wide receiver DJ Moore. Um, this is a haul for the Bears. The only Please. problem with this is you you did fall from one to nine. I assume that's not something they want to do because you still want to get you know one of these top defensive players in the draft, which you still will unless you. I mean, you go might go offensive line now. Who knows? But other than that, you get a a lot of future picks which you can use, and you go get DJ Moore who. Makes this receiving core solid. I mm-hmm. think they're a pretty solid core. Uh, and the Panthers, they, you know, you you go get the first pick, you get an option to take your guy, which is cool, I guess. But the fact that like an hour after they traded for it, it was like the Panthers are open to trading down from the first pick. Like what? what? <laughs> like what? What are you like? CJ Stroud became the heavy favorite to be the first overall pick. Like he was like minus five hundred as soon as that trade happened. It was like they're gonna take Stroud. 
Now there's this Anthony Richardson talk. CJ Stroud is now only minus 250 on FanDuel to be the first overall pick with Anthony Richardson following him at plus 300. Bryce Young now in third in that. So, but also like, what if another team trades for it and like Bryce Young gets picked first again? Like it's, this is a really weird situation going on. It, it's so interesting that there can be so much disparity in the, the number one pick when it felt so obvious early in the year. I mean, early really in the year, it was so clearly, I mean, for so long, even early in the year, up until four weeks ago. This, up until a week ago, I it feel like. It was Bryce And randomly, it was like, Anthony Richardson might go first. And, and it was then, like, eh. No, he won't. And then, like, as soon as this trade happens, it's like, they're not taking Bryce Young. Like, <laughs> why? I... Uh, I think it's a, such a good, and it sucks to say this, but what an awesome move for the Bears. There's a chance that next year, Carolina's the worst team in the NFL. And this, the pick, they get another first-round pick, and they can take a not QB or trade it down and do I mean, the that same team, exact that, shit. That Panthers team, I feel like, sucks. Me too. I don't think throwing in Bryce Young, Anthony Richardson, or CJ Stroud fixes shit there. And you lost your best wide receiver, who's young. And, like, I mean, I don't know if, I, okay, I guess I don't know if they suck. Because, like, I they think. had a good offensive line this year. Their defense is solid. Um, Like, they have a pretty solid defense. But who's, who's their weapons? You know, like, <laughs> Terrace Marshall is their main guy. They have Shy Smith. Like, who's their running backs? I know their that core was pretty solid after McCaffrey got uh, traded. But it's not like a... But, like, you don't like you don't have a first... Like, you have your first overall pick, who's obviously going to be quarterback. You don't have a second-round pick now. Like, what do you, actually, what they get from McCaffrey? They probably do have a second-round pick from the Niners. I would guess that they have the Niners' second-round pick. Probably. But still, like... I don't know what they're going to do. They're de- like they probably are good on defense. I will say their defense is pretty solid, but the Panthers are in a weird spot mm-hmm. and the Bears they they are heavy hitting this free agency. They made that big move and then today they make several signings. They go sign TJ Edwards, linebacker from the Eagles, and then they make the biggest splash of free agency signing Tremaine Edmonds from the Bears who we talked about with Christian that he was the guy that the the Lions fans wanted the most, linebacker from the Bills. However, they gave him the ultimate bag. They gave him pro- – I'm not seeing good feedback from this contract given to Tremaine Edmonds. Four years, $72 million. It's the highest four-year deal for an inside linebacker in NFL history. Um, he's a good player, but that's quite the contract to give out. They also signed an offensive guard, Nate Davis. So they have made – they have spent the most money, um, at least spread across multiple players so far in this free agency. They're trying to compete, mm-hmm. which I got to give it to them. I mean, this, this NFC North division is wide open next wide year with open. Aaron Rodgers leaving. So I, I don't blame the Bears for doing what they're doing, but <laughs> – We'll see what happens, I guess. All this to lose to the Lions twice? Yeah. All this to go 4-13? and 13. <laughs> No, they'll probably be better next year, but I don't know about, about good. Yeah, me either. Should we talk about the Lions free agency today? Yeah, that's what I was actually yep. going to get into next. So, uh, Lions free agency started off with Isaiah Bugs getting Yeet. brought back. Two years, $6 million. <laughs> he loved it. He he made a oh, vi- yeah. he posted a video of himself talking like, we back. We got a part of something special. Um, Lions also re-signed veteran linebacker Alex Anzalone three-year 18.75 million dollar deal definitely a raise for Alex Anzalone probably you know a little more than what you'd want but the Lions staff like we talked about this in the Lions episode like they clearly love Alex Anzalone and if they love him I'm not gonna say I love him but I I'm cool with him being on the team all I can say is boom, baby. <laughs> Alex Anzalone is back. Yep. I mean, we just don't got to worry about. I mean, if we got to donate hair, we're fine. We're good. <laughs> exactly, it's coming from him. Oh, uh, this is so hype. I'm actually. I was. I was so indifferent about Alex Anzalone coming back. Once I oh, saw, I that, wanted him to come back. When yeah. it came up, I was like, hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and then the big signing of the day for the Detroit Lions is signing veteran cornerback Cameron Sutton. From the Pittsburgh Steelers to a three-year, $33 million contract with uh, $22.5 million guaranteed, $10.5 million signing bonus. Um, So this is based—I think he has a dead cap of like $5 million in that third year. So it's practically like a two-year, $24-ish million contract. Um, But obviously he can be there for the third year. Uh, Cam Sutton, you know, he's not the big time name that Lions fans want. He's not the Jalen Rams. He's not Darius Slay, who has been talked about being traded for, not CJ Gardner Johnson. Even Jamel Dean, who was a guy that the Lions wanted to get, he re-signed with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for a larger contract than this, so that's somewhat good to see. But Cameron Sutton is a, he spent all six years of his career with the Pittsburgh Steelers. 
Uh, he plays nickel corner. He also plays outside, mainly on the outside. But he has a veteran presence into this cornerback group. We were a really young and bad group mm-hmm. uh, this past year. Cam Sutton is like 28 years old, I believe. So he's going to come in and lead this group. He was. I don't like using PFF rankings very much, but just to give some context, uh, he was a 28th ranked cornerback last year in the NFL, where the Lions' highest corner was like Will Harris at like 70 or 60 or something. Mm-hmm. So clearly going to come in and be the leader of this group. And we're not done. I mean, obviously, I still think we're going to draft a corner in the first round yeah, with too. one of the two firsts. But this just adds a veteran, which is huge for us. Yeah, it's super hype. Uh, it's just an upgrade. I mean, and all, I mean that is what we need. We need better corners, exactly. straight up, and we got them. Um, I know I'm excited. Hopefully, we get another one, and then we yeah. rock with him and Okuda, and then whoever we get. Exactly, and hopefully, linebacker is another thing. I'm gonna check my phone quick just to make sure no other Lions moves have happened. I don't believe they have. Nope. Um, someone just got a bag, though. I don't really know who. You see the bag Jesse Bates got? Yeah, we can talk about that next. Jesse Bates, four years, $64 million to the Atlanta Falcons. The I think it was the fourth highest uh, safety contract in NFL history. Pretty wild for a so guy weird. that is on the back end of his career, I will say. I mean, he's a little bit older. Um, he didn't have the as good of a Wait, year last year. Him again? The Falcons. Falcons. Got um, so Man, the Falcons are, you know, trying to make a move. That's I don't blame them. You know, they're, they're in another division that is wide open right now. Um, but yeah, they add to their defense. Uh, something we didn't get to talk about because we were on spring break. Derek Carr goes to the New Orleans Saints, four-year, one hundred and fifty million dollar contract. Good. I mean, the Saints, like you know, you they said they're going to try and bring back Jameis Winston too, which mm-hmm. is kind of interesting. But QB battle. <laughs> Derek Carr is in New Orleans. So <coughs> then, okay. other big moves today. Uh, Jimmy G is going to the Raiders. That was like the one QB prediction I got right actually so far. That was like a different changing QB. yeah we got one right yeah J- jimmy g three years 72 million dollars to the las vegas raiders my biggest question with this is if aaron Rodgers decides you know what i don't want to go to the jets what are they gonna do because mike white signed with the dolphins today Derek carr's in new orleans jimmy g's in las vegas even sam darnold you're not bringing him back <laughs> what are they do is zach wilson just gotta start if he decides man i didn't even think about because the jets said that they have the package for aaron rod the jets and the packers actually both like they have agreed to the deal Mm -hmm. it's just aaron Rodgers is like waiting to make his decision to me that's a weird thing if you if a team is ready to get you and the team that's trading you is like ready to send you there it's probably dying, If you're buddy. saying, I don't really know that makes me think you don't want to go there yeah so if another team swoops in like the Titans or something, just like I'm just trying to think of any random team or the Colts still, like even the yeah, Colts. Colts still need QB. Like if they swoop in and trade for Aaron Rodgers and he wants to go there more than New York, they are screwed. Uh huh. And they've just oh my god, they've it's the sleep thing thing that I've been dealing with. They've been digging themselves a hole at this point if that happens because now they're in this QB hell that they have with where they got to start a guy who they hate. <laughs> and like you got guys like you got Garrett Wilson, Sauce Gardner and Brees Hall like Stunts. advocating for Aaron Rodgers to come to New York. They're all over social media. Sauce Gardner burned the cheese head so Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers would come and he was with those two dudes. Like they are really like get Aaron Rodgers to to New York. And if he doesn't, that I mean that's a clear sign of like we don't want Zach Wilson as the QB, you know? So mm-hmm. <laughs> that is going to be very awkward if that if that happens in New York. But I feel like he'll just end up getting traded. Was to the burning Jets. the cheese head not weird, Neil? It feels equally disrespectful. Uh, to probably, me. yeah. Like, why not just give it back? To, uh, I mean, if he don't want to be on the Packers, I guess. Though. Yeah, he hates the Packers. I don't so, think. I mean, like, that's just it. He does hate the Packers, though. right? So burning it, like I could a see. Double. I mean, like I could see if someone's taking it as a sign of disrespect, but they obviously didn't. Yeah, yeah, mean yeah, it yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. And, so. I, and I do get that. Yeah, I just thought it was like, huh? Is that the way I would do the symbolism? Right. I feel like the symbolism's a little off. Yeah, I get what you're trying to do, though. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> probably could have done something a little bit different. Um, so yeah, we'll see what happens there with the Aaron Rodgers situation. I like I said I do think by the time this podcast comes out we will know because there was a time today where uh one of the I can't remember someone tweeted like the the deal's done Aaron Rodgers get I traded. remember that and then yeah. Ian Rappaport was like no the deal is like done the deal is there but like it's ain't it ain't done like Aaron Rodgers is it's up to him so mm. it's so it's weird. a weird situation yeah um and then lastly a couple other big moves one of the probably the biggest defensive move of the day Javon Hargrave mm-hmm. uh inside interior lineman 
of the Philadelphia Eagles goes to the San Francisco 49ers on a four-year $84 million deal just adding to this elite Niners defense. The, the rich get richer, and they keep getting richer. This mm-hmm. team is nasty. Yeah. They are going to be so good next year. I, uh, this team is scary. Yeah. They sacrificed their right tackle, Mike McGlinchey, uh, who signed with Denver today to sign Javon Hargrave, obviously for the money's sake. But Philly has lost, I think, about five or six defensive starters now um, so far in this free agency, which was expected because mm-hmm. they were all free agents. But... And Darius Slay has been talked about being traded for. C.J. Gardner-Johnson still has not been signed. So they, this Eagles defense could look a lot uh, different next year. Yeah, that's for, for sure. sure. Um, there's That was pretty much all the big ones I wrote down. Like I said, Sam Darnold uh, signed with the 49ers. So that's basically it for, yeah, I think for right now. I'm going to do a quick double check that nothing else important has happened. I will say, though, like NFL, having like the tweet notifications on for everything with NFL free agency – I feel like I know like a lot of guys in the NFL. There's a lot of guys I don't know in the NFL. Oh, there's a lot. Like of there's guys. so many guys I just see like signing new contracts, and I'm like, man, I don't know who that is. Like, that was what I did with. I mean, okay, this might be exposing myself, but like Jesse Bates, <laughs> I was like yeah, Jesse that, Bates. I was that's like a little tough. Yeah, I was like fourth <laughs> highest, but it was more of like the. I don't know this guy really. He's the fourth highest. Yeah. Like, is he even the best safety in the NFL kind of deal? He was probably like two through. years ago. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah. Out of me. Okay. So, la- um, I have a trivia I want to do for you. <sighs> this one is not that bad. Like, it's not like a long one, I guess. There's only two answers to this. Okay. Okay. So, okay. Make it I think um, I th- it might make it worse because you're going to have more wrong answers probably. <laughs> so a couple of weeks ago, I asked you uh, to name all the teams that have three 25-point-per-game or 20-point-per-game scores. That mm-hmm. was a cool one. I liked that one. Um, so I have something similar to that this, this time. Okay. There are two teams in the NBA this year that have two players that are averaging a double-double. Both two guys on the same team averaging a double-double. Okay. Can you tell me both of those teams without getting one wrong? Oh, man. Okay, so I'm going to talk through this a little bit. Yep. Instantly, uh, there's a couple teams that come to mind. The Cavs are one of them. I think Darius Garland easily could be averaging a double-double right now. Uh, he's an assist machine. And then either one of the bigs could be doing it with rebounds. I assume it would be Jared Allen at that point. The other team that I, I know at least has one guy averaging a double-double is the Indiana Pacers. problem is I don't know if anybody else is averaging a double-double on that team. I mean, could be Miles Turner. He easily could. That's gonna be my first guess. Pacers is my first guess. The Pacers is incorrect. Oh, unfortunately, man. actually, I went through every team to double check. Miles Turner actually, he's averaging like only like seven rebounds a game. Actually, which no wonder teams don't want him. <laughs> okay, so let me think. Uh, the other team I was thinking of is oh, I haven't even thought about big men yet. Okay, so. Let's think about the Nuggets. I will say there, there's many more guys that average double double with rebounds than yeah, assists. Assist. That doesn't like help you really at yeah, all. Yeah. But like that's that would be the route I would go. I guess I'm I'm definitely thinking Yoke. Like the Nuggets could be one. I don't know who else would be averaging the double double on that team. I mean, Aaron Gordon maybe, but I don't think he averages ten points a game. Uh, ten points. He does average ten <laughs> points a game. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Another team I'm thinking of is that we're going to go all the way to the West Coast. I'm thinking the Kings. But Darren Fox doesn't average 10 assists. He averages like six. Yeah, yeah he doesn't even Sabonis actually be getting more assists. I think Sabonis averages like seven and a half assists. Okay, I'm going to guess. Okay, so, okay, what about the Hawks? The Hawks could do it. Somebody could be averaging 10 rebounds on that team. And I would, <laughs> I would think they would be. Somebody. Brian <laughs> uh, <probably> Capella. <laughs> My first guy, I'm going to go with Cavs. The Cavs is incorrect. There actually is not a player on the Cavs that is averaging a double-double. But, like, Mobley and Allen are both at, like, nine rebounds. Garland's at, like, eight or something assists. And and that's the issue. There's almost too much talent on the roster. Uh, God. Now I feel like a fraud. I will say a team you have mentioned is one of the teams. Okay. The, The other team is a team you have not mentioned. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Hawks. The Hawks is one of them. Yes, Clint Capella averages 12 points and 11 rebounds. Trey Young averages 21 points and 10.1 assists. Okay, so I just don't know where because I know that one guy is going to be doing it with rebounds. Obviously, like that is so yeah, this obvious. Is the the other team is a, just like this one: a, a rebound guy and an assist guy. A rebound guy and assist. And there's guy. very few guys in the NBA that average double digit assists. I think there's only three guys actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's go with uh, 
Let's go with the Dallas Mavericks. It is not the Dallas Mavericks. Okay. Unfortunately. Uh, my, uh, I thought I had in the, out of nowhere was the Heat, but like that's not right. Uh, I don't even have to guess that. Uh, okay, so double digit, um, and now it's has Brunson been balling that much that he's averaging ten assists? No. no? Okay, because he's been balling. Randall do be averaging like twelve boards. That's though. what I'm saying. Like I, I think Randall like averages more assists than Brunson though too. Like you know, Brunson, I think he's only like a six assist guy. I'm pretty sure. Okay, so who's a guy averaging? Like I'm pretty. Oh. S- Go ahead. Is it the Bucks? It is not the Bucks. I guess I don't know who would be averaging the assist. Well, I know it's crazy though. The Bucks almost had two with uh, two double double rebounds. With Bobby Bro- Portis averages nine point eight rebounds per game. That's crazy. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. I should get this. Like- yeah. Okay. I will say like I'm pretty sure because I was just looking at every team. So like I, I now that I'm I'm trying to think, I think there's only three guys in the league that average double digit assists. And you said Tyrese Two. Halliburton and Trey Young is the other one. So oh, Jokic doesn't average double. Oh no, he is. You're right. He he is. So there's a. I'm pretty sure it's only these four. And there's this other guy. This team's really good. This is a duo that's really good too. Like it's not like Trey and Capella where like one of them's really good and like one of them just barely averages a double double. Like this might be the best duo in the NBA. Like it's a top whatever duo. Holy shit! Okay. Uh well, that makes me low-key think of Braun, but Braun's not averaging 10 assists no. a game. That team sucks. Uh, best duels in the NBA. AD do be getting them boards, though. So, like, Memphis, no. I'm going through Warriors, no. I'm going through my top seeds right now. Bucks, no. Bulls, Bulls. I did not mean Bulls. <laughs> I meant Celtics. Celtics, no. 76, 76ers. It is the, the Philadelphia 76ers. It's yes. the 76ers. And beat averaging 33.5 points with 10.0 rebounds just there. And James Harden averaging 22 points and about 11 assists per game. That's a good Boom. one. That's a good one. I, I should have gotten. Because like, I just thought of it right there before I even like looked it up. So I was like, I was kind of hoping there was more. Mm-hmm. And like when I saw the Bucks one, I was like, I was like, dude, should I just count Bobby Portis? But like, he's never gonna guess Bobby Portis oh, and Giannis, you know. Um, and there was a couple other ones that were really close. I can't remember all of them. Like the Suns were really close. Chris Paul's like nine point oh. six or nine point five mm-hmm. assists. They're really close. And Aiton obviously has a double double. So, yeah, that's those are the two right there. That was a tough one though. No, that one was tough. But I, I definitely probably should have like tossed out the Sixers names earlier. Yeah, uh, I just wasn't even thinking. Yeah, and I did think Embiid, but I didn't think I, I was like. Who's the other guy on yeah. the team? Like, I totally slipped my mind. So, do we want to talk NBA at all, or do we just, like, probably wrap it up here? Like, there's really not. I mean, we can just, like, talk about. This was mainly an NFL and college yeah, basketball yeah. episode. Um, NBA playoffs are are coming soon. Coming. There's, like, about 13 to 12-ish games left so in the excited. NBA season. Um, Pistons are on tonight, so we'll go watch them. But, yeah, I just mm-hmm. I, I want to talk about the Western Conference matchups just because like they're going to be so interesting. But I think it'd be cool to just give it another week before we talk about it yep. and, and where it's really getting to spice up a little bit. Yep, so facts. Um, also, I think on TikTok, if you're interested, I think I'm going to post my uh, All NBA. I was going to like put that on here for us to do like our predictions, but I was like, hey, I'll just like make a TikTok mm-hmm. about it. So that's a good idea. If you're interested, go look at our TikTok. I'm going to make my All NBA pick predictions on there. So and Hell while you're yeah. there, go like us and follow us and everything. So. Hell yeah. All right, that's it. Last last reminder, go join the High Tempo Bracket group. You will get a nice, cool shout-out on here if you win it. But you won't because the bracket we filled out is going to win. Is going to win. It's 1,000%. St. Mary's all the way. All right, bye. Peace.